0: I'm your host, Sarita, along with my co-host, Dr. Sylvia Shipman. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment podcast. We will discuss topics associated with drug abuse and addiction, as well as assist individuals struggling with everyday life issues. This podcast is about helping you move from a place of shame and embarrassment to one of power and boldness through a relationship with God. Get ready to be equipped and empowered to take back control over your destiny. Welcome to a Burning Love moments. everyone. And thank you for joining us on life101radio.net and TDN TV. Well, didn't we promise you a sizzling hot season of a burning love moment? We're sitting on some hot coals and today we have an awesome guest with us. And you know what? It is such a blessing to have our guests come on, open up, share their messes. But also we have guests coming on that are going to just. To share their successes with us out loud as well. And today we have the five of Males to Men United with us. He's going to grace us with his presence and he will be with us for two episodes. We just can't do it in one. It's too much meat for you. It's too much for you to digest. And we don't wanna overload your stomachs with a lot of information and your brains with a lot of information in one episode. So our guest today is going to bless us with two episodes so that the men out there can just be able to feast on everything that he's going to share with us. Now he's a husband, he's a father, a provider, a leader, a teacher, mentor, author,
1: and last but not least, he is a child of God. Yes, yes, indeed. Greetings, everyone. I hope you're ready for a burning love moment, especially you men. Oh, yes. This is your hour. This is the moment that you are going to receive some amazing nuggets. Okay, women, don't worry. You're going to grant you're going to be granted some treasures as well. Well, I know you men have been asking, uh, especially you women been saying, what's going on? What's happening with our men and our society and our families and so forth and so on? Well, the answer has arrived. We thank God for our amazing guest that's going to give us some treasures so that we can navigate and understand what is happening with our men and why they're facing the things that they are. Okay? The things that has been overwhelming them in their lives, that have bringing such a lack in our man as we can stay in our families, in our church, in our communities, so forth and so on. So everyone grab your seat. I know you're excited because Sarita and I are excited to share this amazing vessel to come before you. So stay tuned. We are ready. Well, before all of that, I want to give our disclaimer because we need to give him the full flow of this hour. Okay. so you all know that Sarita and I are on a mandate by God almighty to carry forth his his will in the earth to impact the lives of his people, and you are those vessels, okay? We are not psychiatrists, we are not psychologists, but we are ministers of God Almighty to impact the vessels that he have us to stand before us. Okay. So in saying all that, let us give God the glory and honor for the great yes. things he's doing. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this podcast. We thank you for the listeners of life 101 radio and the families that have come to listen and to receive for what you have for each and every vessel. Lord God, we give you glory and honor for what you're about to do. Bless the vessel that would come forth and impact the, the listeners life 101 our uh, entirety realm of as they go forth and as your word go forth and as us, your vessels that you have called us to do a work in your name, go forth that it would impact, change life, change nations and kingdoms that you will be glorified. We love you and we thank you for what you're doing in this hour and what you're bringing about to bring glory and honor to the vessels that you have set before us on this day. God bless you, Father. We thank you. God bless the listeners. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. So be it. And so it is.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Dr. Shipman, thank you so much for that beautiful prayer. We're not going to tarry because our guest is ready to pour into the males who are listening today. Ladies, we want you to listen also because what he has to say will benefit you as well. Now, we're going to take a break. And this is your time to get on the phone, call someone, text someone, FaceTime someone, let them know. What this episode is about, it is entitled Males to Men, and please continue and and come back and join us when we resume in a moment. For the best custom-made jewelry that showcases style and elegance, check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. We specialize in modern, contemporary and vintage styles. All of our designs are crafted with passion. Using the most exquisite gemstones and diamonds, jewelry has no boundaries. So if you can think it, we can make it. Check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough. Call us at 416-293-7181. That's 416-293-7181, Ken's Jewelry.
2: Do you suffer with addiction issues? Do you want to stop it for good? and get your life back on track. Burning Love Outreach Ministry is here to help you. Founder and President Miss Rita Jones shares her powerful jaw-dropping testimony about her personal experience of being addicted to crack cocaine and having numerous warrants issued for her arrest. She does it out loud and personal, where you would not have to suffer in silence. Please visit her website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on the page. You can submit your prayer request. You can give your testimony. You can reach us also on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to the YouTube page and LinkedIn as well. You are not alone. Don't you give up and don't you give in. And please don't you give out. Burning Love is here to help you.
3: Burning Love Moment.
0: Well welcome back everyone. Are you ready to be filled with wealth of knowledge and inspiration? Well our guest is going to do just that. He is a he was a member of the United States Air Force for over 20 years, years and held numerous leadership positions before retiring as a master sergeant. After retirement, Darius founded Males to Men United in 2019. This is a mentoring organization that helps males by using its seven principles of being an exceptional man to empower and motivate change in their lives. But Darius holds a master's degree in leadership and bachelor's degree in business administration. He is a published author of a book entitled Inside the Minds of Men. He's been married to his beautiful wife, Felicia, for 22 years and the father of two boys, 17 and 8. Please welcome Darius Dante to a Burning Love
4: moment. Oh, oh, wow. Pastor Sarita and, and also Apostle Shipman, thank you so much. I'm totally honored to be here. And based on what you were saying, I was almost looking over my shoulder like who is this guy because <laughs> in reality, I and I understand I am nothing but a, <laughs> a broken vessel had it not been for the one who resides in me. And so, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for this opportunity, and I'm looking forward to getting into what it is we have in store.
1: Yeah. Yes, we're excited to be here. Please explain to us what Males to Men United is all about, because when Sarita and I found out about your amazing platform impacting the lives of men, we were so overwhelmed by the your wealth of knowledge and the impact that you're doing throughout the lives of men. Could you share with us what that's all about? It?
4: Absolutely possible. But Before I do that, I, have, I would be remiss not to give a shout out to Wedgwood. Redwood and Pensacola. When I when I look at each of you, I didn't know, shoot, two years ago, maybe even less than that, that we all started basically out of the same neighborhood. Yeah. And so to, to start there and to be where we are now, I would be remiss not to give props to the growth and the representation of Wedgwood that you bring. And so thank you so much for making Wedgwood smile. I truly believe that that's what's taking place for the efforts and the contributions that you make on the regular. I appreciate it. That's That's awesome.
1: awesome. Thank you. You you. as well. You as well. Praise God.
4: So now, as it pertains to Males to Men United, it started in Wedgwood in Pensacola, Florida, to where I, I grew up with both parents in the house. And if you remember the show Good Times and the yes. construct of that show, yes. I, was the young, I was the youngest brother. I was the younger brother. And so I guess I'd be kind of like Michael of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so Wedgwood took a turn and or about the, the late to uh, the late eighties. And so it took a turn for the worst, so to speak. And, but nonetheless, I had to make up my mind what I wanted to do. And so I thank God for basketball. Being an outlet that it was for me. And basketball took me as far as, far as it did and to the point to where I realized I needed to do something a little bit more than what I was seeing develop in my neighborhood. I didn't want to stand on the sideline of a corner saying, hey, 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 get at me, get at me. Right. That wasn't something that I wanted to do, but I understood the, the hustle, the struggle, and it, I'm better off having experienced that from, a sideline view, but I didn't want to partake in that. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up joining the Air Force, as you mentioned. And through doing that, I came across a lot of great people. I was able to travel the world somewhere Mm -hmm. easily 10 countries or more for various reasons to defend our country, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so in that, I met a lot of great people and I will say broken people as well. And I'll tell you this as well. I sit before you an imperfect man. So if you think that you're going to come to me because I have all the answers, no, sir. No, ma'am. That that is not me. I'll be the first to admit that I'm on a journey just as you are. And I'm trying to figure this thing out called life. And as I continue to do so, I reveal through Males to Men United, M2MU, the things that our creator, my God, shares with me because I understand that to whom much is given, much is required. And so right. God has shown and given me a lot. And so from that, I want to pass it on to any brother who's willing. When I say brother, any man, mm-hmm. of, of God, any creation, any male creation that walks this earth, who's willing to hear me, I'm willing to share with you what my creator has passed on to me because I've benefited from it. Not only myself, various men that I've had the privilege to work alongside, mm-hmm. they've, humbly have found a benefit of of what I had to share. And again, I give myself none of the credit. I give it all to my creator. And so thank you. And so from that, I came with, it was revealed to me seven principles that every man should have. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to those things, life is a struggle as it is growing up with with two parents, Not, not to mention, one And so Males to Men United was, as mentioned, founded and established in 2019 after not terribly long retiring from the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And I had come across, come in contact with a number of males, adult men, who asked the question, why did my father care? Mm-hmm. Why did my father, feel? Uh, why wasn't I good enough? Mm-hmm. And it was to my surprise that the frequency In which men approach me with these kind of conversations. And I like to think I'm an approachable guy. I rarely meet a stranger. Mm -hmm. And and so I find someone that I find something in everyone that I can relate to. Uh, And so I guess that was part of the reason why some, some guys got comfortable with sharing some of their vulnerabilities with me, because a man is a prideful human being. A man is a prideful creature. Because growing up, if you show an element of vulnerability as a man, you will get punked, you get you get, you get picked on. Really? At least that's where I was from Wedgewood. Oh, and then moving on from that, you get picked on if you show, hey man, I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. But and then and it's not also it's not altogether attractive to women. All right, so when a woman see a guy that's showing that he's hurting, uh, that's not as attractive. Hello, hello. <laughs> but then <laughs> that's right. At, at some point. <laughs> And then from that, where is that guy left? So now Mm -hmm. he's growing up with all this pain, but don't really have an outlet to share it. And so it usually shows itself. It usually manifests itself in violence, promiscuity, addiction, Mm -hmm. and and just to name a few. All the while, this guy is saying, man, I'm hurting. I'm hurting, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I can't go to anybody. I can't talk to anybody about that. Excuse Mm me. And so Males to Men United, and through the revelation that I've received therein has has come up with seven principles that all men need in order to take a fight chance, have a fighting chance of this thing called life. So the things that I share with you, they're not groundbreaking, but okay. if anything, they should serve as a, a reminder, perhaps confirmation of the things that we've already come yes. to know as men. But sometimes we forget about the basics.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. God rest his spirit. And so one of the things that Kobe Bryant came to share is the fact that you have to fall in love with the basics in order to be considered great. Mm -hmm. And so the seven principles that I share are very basic in nature, Mm -hmm. but in the hustle and bustle that this life brings, that we forget about the basic stuff because Mm -hmm. we're trying to do so much and we forget, Mm -hmm. uh, we take for granted how powerful the basic things in life are. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that's, and so with that said, I'll get into the first principle of the seven principles of being an exceptional man. That every I exception want to ask you one question sure. though before we get sure.
0: into that. Please give us the definition of a male.
4: Okay. And I also want you to give us the definition of a man. Okay. Very good. That's a very good question, Pastor. And so when it comes to a male, a male responds to his five senses. Right. It looks good, smells good, tastes good, sounds good, feels good. Mm-hmm. A male responds to those things without giving in regard to what may come as a result of giving in to those five things,
3: mm-hmm.
4: right? So that's what a male does. Oh, man, she looked good. Oh, or, or that looks good. Oh, smell that? Let's get some. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't get. Let's go get it, right? Mm-hmm. And so whereas a man, a man has those same temptations have those same interests mm-hmm. of those five senses that, that we all have, but a man counts up the cost before he indulges in such behavior. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, yes, she looks good. Yes, mm-hmm. that that probably tastes good. Oh, man, that will def, definitely uh, please my flesh. Mm-hmm. But at what cost mm-hmm. am I doing that? All right. I have to account for more in this life than just myself. Mm -hmm. The behaviors that I indulge in very well could impact more than just myself in the midst of what it is I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so a man uses discernment when it comes to those five senses, whereas a male just follows those five senses and don't give any regard to who's going to be impacted by it. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, it
0: does. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you so much for clarifying the difference between a male and a man.
4: And and not a problem at all. And then the sad thing about it in a lot of ways, a male has no expiration date with regards to an age. All right. So now when you're 21, you're I'm I'm a man now. Are you? Mm -hmm. Are you? are you still being led by your five senses without giving in regard to the impact of your decisions that you make? Right. If you are still giving into the things and just behaving like you did before you turned 21, you're a male, you're Mm -hmm. behaving like a male. All right. And so just because you're not 21, that doesn't mean that you're not behaving like a responsible man, a respectable man. Mm -hmm. You're giving into account. Okay. Yeah. She looks good or, or that situation looks very tempting. Mm-hmm. But what would that do if my mom found out, if my parent found out mm-hmm. that I did that? Mm-hmm. Someone is praying for you, man. Mm-hmm. Someone has been praying for you. Mm-hmm. Someone has been crying for you. Mm-hmm. And so in the midst of those tears and those sacrifices that they've made to provide food, to put clothes on your back, mm-hmm. to provide a way to you to get to school,
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
4: how are you showing things? Mm-hmm. All right. And so when you take time to give into account of the things that you're doing, there's no age to that. No. Those are behaviors that make you a man when you use discernment when moving forward through this life. That's right. I, That's
2: oh,
0: I like I you, you said that about the age thing because you get some 50 and 60 year olds who are still acting like males. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't graduated to that man part yet.
4: Now you preaching. <laughs> that, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if someone comes to mind, bless his heart right now, uh, who's in his fifties, mm. uh, probably mid fifties at this point. Mm. And the brother's lost in a lot of ways. And I pray for him. He and I have interacted on a number of occasions. And a lot of his behaviors that he partakes in reminds me of things that I would find to be typical of a, of a male in his early twenties. Mm. But when you're caught up and your mind is made up that this is what you're going to do and this is what's keeping it real. This is just who I am. I
1: mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm.
4: I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's a sad day for, for a male to say this is what makes a man a man. And I have an element of empathy for that because I was lost. Mm-hmm. I sit before you, an imperfect man. Yeah. And so the man that's sitting before you today very much was not the man tw- the same man 25 years ago mm-hmm. i was thinking that there was a certain element of manhood that's determined by the number of women that you have the notches on your belt as far as having slept with oh yes. man, how horrible and dare i say gross is that when you take time to think about what it's doing to your body that's my right. body is not mine it's that's not right. my own that's and right. so what I, but i'll just what, what were you about to say pastor
0: I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it ruins relationships. Mm, 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 mm. It ruins relationships. Those that you love, who you hold near and dear to your heart, mm-hmm. and they hold you near and dear to their hearts when men act like males. And also that we got to put on the flip side, women have done the same thing too. That's correct. And we all have to weigh the cost. Of our actions, our actions come along with consequences, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the things that we do, we're being selfish, we are not thinking about the other person, we're not thinking about how this is going to hurt them. You don't need to really engage in this activity or or that person or have a relationship. Let's just talk about it the way it is. Relationships, mm-hmm. relationships hurt. It's like a dagger going through your heart when you find out that your husband or your wife has had. An extramarital relationship, and then on top of that, when a love child is is. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. even worse. You're, really so kind of that point you're, you're right. We we really have to consider our actions and what we do and consider the other person. I know Dr. Shipman, you wanted to have something to say.
1: Yeah, I I, I am so intrigued by what he's uh, sharing right now because a, a lot of men are probably asking and women, how does this shift? I know you haven't gotten into your, your principles yet, but how did it shift for and how would it shift for an individual? You know, I too know that everything starts in the mind, you know, Mm -hmm. having a made up mind to change. But we have, as you all have just shared, and I'm thinking of several relationships who've been married for 40 something years and they are experiencing male uh, dominance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Traits big time. And how do you pull a person that's so rooted in their behaviors and knowing that they're right to come out. Of course, I know the answer. My answer always, God Almighty. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I'm just saying, you know, people want to hear. they always want to hear, yes, God is the answer, but truly he is. But they want to know what steps do I need to take? Because this person that's in my mind right now is literally ready to throw in the towel. I mean, just done. So wow. much, so much, so much. And it's just, so, uh, Pastor Serena, like you brought up, it's really, hitting the families and the marriages really hard with this behavior of male uh, dominance, male characters that is not exemplifying the men and the man of God that they were created to be in those homes and in those marriages. So what what was the turning point? Not that you experienced any of these things because we all are in a progress of work, but what was the turning point that you said, hey, this will, this is the difference of where I was and here I am now. What, what was the turning point for you in some of the areas? Like we say, I hey, I'm working on Sylvia. I'm trusting God to get me right. And I'm sure uh, Pastor Sarita is saying the same thing. We are always, we are always in a progress of getting that perfection from God Almighty. So, you know, tell the tell the listeners and us. <laughs> you know, what it's going to take to get that person from being in that state for so long because you like, hey, I can name the age and you will be amazed that this behavior been going on for so long. So where does the turning point? How do you get a person that is so rooted in these traits to shift, you know, to this manship, this owning this manship? Yes,
4: yes. Apostle Sylvia, that's a beautiful question. Very good question. And I... I want to do my best in answering that question for you. But before doing that, I do want to share some of my takes on what Pastor Sarita just mentioned mm-hmm. uh, and what she was just sharing. And it's a constant, life is a constant battle between spirit and flesh.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
4: And I know, I know I'm know, i preaching to the choir when I say that. Right. And so when you talk about why men cheat and, and do the things that, that, that they do. And like you said, it is a two-way street. It's not just men that do it, but here it is. I'm going to, Uh, step out on that ledge and speak from what I know as far as why men behave the way that they do, you you use the word selfish, pastor. Mm -hmm. That's what it boils down to. At the end of the day, it's just boiling down to flat out selfishness and trying to please the flesh and giving no regard to the spirit that dwells within you. Because life is a constant battle between flesh and Mm -hmm. spirit, Mm -hmm. so many times we get caught up in trying to please the flesh that which dies ultimately, mm-hmm. and not please the spirit, which lives forevermore. Mm-hmm. We got it messed up as a as a people in a lot of ways, because again, we're trying to find things that, that pleases our flesh. Mm-hmm. All right. All the while we know at some point in time, anything that lives has an expiration date. All right. All right. And so just as sure as Darius Dante is sitting before you today, there will come a day where you say, Here lays. The body of Darius Dante, but that spirit within Darius Dante will live on. So I came to the conclusion that I need to find things that's going to be more pleasing to the spirit and the purpose and the gifts to which God has given me and called me to follow, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just constantly worrying about, does it it please my flesh? Because Mm -hmm. that's where I got in trouble. Mm -hmm. right and so just to further answer the question further add to the question well answer the question that Apostle Sylvia had asked where was my turning point oh my goodness I remember I remember it like it was yesterday almost it was 2007
3: Mm -hmm.
4: and my wife and I had been married about eight years at that point seven years somewhere there about and we had a little boy our our, our one son at the time was about two years old or so. And living in San Antonio, Texas, I was not a man of God, and, and I, I was living a selfish life in a lot of ways. Mm. And my wife had had her feel, she was at her wits end when it came to trying to get through to me. And a God-fearing woman who, was, who would fall on her knees, fall on her face and pray. And at this particular point, she wasn't reaching me
3: mm-hmm.
4: all right and so after one of our knockdown, drag out arguments we nothing physical mm-hmm. i uh, i ended up getting a, a a text message on my phone from my barber who said hey i got a chair my chair open for you i was I, had, I was in the military so i didn't have the locks then the, the baby locks that I, like i'm growing now mm-hmm. but the my barber ended up saying hey, my chair is open for you if if you want to come through and so after having the interaction that I had with my wife I was like yeah man I don't need this so I'm just I'm going to the barbershop and so I didn't tell my wife anything I just I just basically left and so I got to that barbershop because that's usually a sanctuary for men can just kind of hang out and be men whatever that is right. talk, tell a bunch of lies and, and talk about <laughs> who we used to be on, on the basketball court or whatever sport that we played play some dominoes maybe some cards and things like that and that's that's the environment that I was in. And so after getting the haircut, I stayed around because I don't want to go back home. She's she, 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 been bugging me to no end, right? And so while being there, there was another brother who wasn't my barber. He's from D.C. And I got to give him a shout out. He he goes by the name Paperboy. That was his nickname, Paperboy. And, and so name is Ronald. God bless Ronald Rogers for, for his obedience, and while he was sitting over in that barber's chair, he had gotten kind of quiet because he's usually a boisterous guy. And he's like 6'3", at the time, like 260, 270 in weight and uh, had a big, bold voice. He would he would talk very boldly.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And and um he got quiet. And I happened to look over there at him in the midst of our shenanigans as men. And he was like, Dante, God is telling me that you are about to mess mess your life up and if you don't get yourself together you're about to lose it all and Mm -hmm. i was like okay i don't think this brother know me like that all right Right. i've come in here maybe three months now and we talk light talk right but uh but he doesn't he he didn't know me like that to to be able to speak the way that he did now let me back up a little bit two days prior this was on a tuesday two days prior i'm headed off the church because i'm 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 looking apart and playing apart. I'm this good guy. And I'm smiling and everybody sees me and all mm. that type stuff. Yeah, but my but my house was in shambles in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so on the way to church, God spoke with me and said, Look at what I've given you. I've given you everything that you've asked for. Mm-hmm. You asked for a, a well-paying job. You asked for a beautiful, smart wife, you asked for a son. Mm-hmm. I've given you all of those things that, you asked, of, that mm-hmm. you asked of me. What have you given me in return? Is this how you pay me thanks? Mm-hmm. And so when he said that, I was just thinking about how foolishly that I had been behaving, mm-hmm. how careless I had been behaving with not only my life, but with my family's life. Right. And so in that, on that Sunday morning, God told me, get yourself together or you're going to lose everything. And so now, fast forward to Tuesday, I'm back at the barbershop, paper boy getting up out of his seat, and he said almost verbatim the same thing that God shared with me in one-on-one mm-hmm. two days prior, that Sunday. And so it got so intense to where this brother was standing within six inches of my face, crying, snotting and slobbering and all this type stuff. And I'm like, oh, but at the same time, it got me to the point to now. I'm crying because I knew it was God. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Right. And it got me to the point to where I started crying.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And so here it is, I, I'm six twos or, or what, what have you. I'm not 260 or 270, but yeah. But nonetheless, I take pride in being a manly man. And that's part of that problem that, I, that I'll that i share with you a little bit later mm-hmm. that, that a lot of us go through. And he was let he was coming from a place that I knew only it was God that was doing. He was being used by God to share with me in a physical standpoint, what God had already shared with me two days prior in a spiritual standpoint.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
4: after leaving that, I'm trying to get myself together and I'm blowing my nose and wiping my eyes, trying to trying to be all oh, whatever. And so I thank the brothers, and then I get in my car and I head back home. And I'm saying, God, I'm so sorry. And uh, thank you for opening my eyes to this point. So to, to now I'm pulling up in my driveway and I'm coming back into our house. Just left my wife, who, who was still probably fuming off the, the conversation that we had before me leaving. Mm-hmm. And she was sitting there on the couch and I just ran right over there to her and fell right in her lap. And I just cried. Mm -hmm. Uh, to the point to where she she thought somebody had died and in reality someone did die Mm -hmm. that day that guy that foolish selfish guy who gave no regard to his behaviors a little to no regard to his behaviors and the people that impact that his behaviors impacted died that day Mm -hmm. that was in all that was in april of 2007 and I apologized for what I had put her through. And I said, I now see the error of my ways. Mm-hmm. God had worked with me and showed me, in addition to, look at what I've given you. And this is how you show mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. God had shown me that that's somebody's daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody spent a lot of time and sacrifice to raise her up to find. Uh, uh, to live a happy life and they entrusted you as her husband. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is what you get. This is the thanks that you're showing them. Mm-hmm. And then it took, it took me to another level said, that's a human being. Mm-hmm. That's a human being walking this earth that doesn't de- deserve to be treated the way that you were t- treating her. Mm-hmm. This is how you showing her thanks. And mm-hmm. then lastly hit me. She belongs to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Praise awesome. the Lord. thought awesome.
0: <laughs> you know, I always say God will send people to you mm-hmm. to help you get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you better believe it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened to you. And we right. just thank God for that—that that transformation that Dr. Shipman asked you about. And it was just like you were born again.
4: As the Word it of God, it was. <laughs> it was. That's what happened. And, and so, yeah. So now, <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bothered by the fact that you may see tears coming from my face. It's because I realized how close I was to just dis- have my life destroyed. Yeah. My life would not be the way that it is today had I not made that decision to turn around and do something that would be honoring to God, as opposed to continuing to follow what my flesh was doing. Yeah. I you see tears because I realized how close I was yeah. to disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Yes. And yes. so,
4: all right, I know. Now, let me, let me. Praise get
0: so, you know,
1: I, I thank God. I thank God for you sharing in the manner that you do, because what I was hearing is that you have to be born again. The old man has to get rid of. He has to die. And you have to gravitate to the, to who you are as the man that God created you to be. And so many don't even know it's just that simple. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about it, but it really is a made up mind that, Hey, I've been reaping havoc for years, 40, 50, 20 years. And you mm-hmm. mean to tell me that if I continue this path, it's going to change or it's going to stay the same? So you, because God, you had an encounter with God. A lot oh, of people God. are having encounters just like Pastor Sarita is saying, but are you listening? That's the thing. Are right? you listening? So That's I the think thing right like like there, like, oh, Apostle.
4: That. Yeah, I know we probably have to go, but you said so much great, greatness right there that I, I, I hate to let that go without confirmation. And so... Yeah. Do Darius it. is no different than that other guy who had that same revelation. But those guys were some guys just call it bluff. Like, man, I didn't hear what I thought I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't think I heard what I thought I heard. And So thank you. I, I, I must have been hearing things. But <laughs> no, you heard what you thought you heard. That's right. All right. But you chose to do otherwise. And now look where you are. That's right. All right? Exactly. And now you talking about coulda, woulda, shoulda, and for, <laughs> God forbid your pride is still standing up to where you oh can't my, even oh hear anyone beyond yourself. So That's now right. you're just making a bad situation worse. That's right. right. Yeah. Right. I, I'll pause. We're,
1: well, exactly. I'm, I'm excited. Let's, um, let's, listeners, hold tight. We're going to take a break and our amazing guest is going to come back and empower us with his, his principles. And we're going to glean even more of the tools that you need in your life, in your loved one's life to impact and change the life that you so desire. Hold on. We'll be right back. Amen. Are you tired
0: of struggling with lashes and lash glue? Did you throw your hands in the air and give up? Eyes on Tinky has your solution. You can apply beautiful eyelashes in seconds with liquid fire adhesive pen yes, liquid fire adhesive pen. For eyes that would scream, look at me. Visit EyesOnTinkyLLC.com for all your eyelash shopping needs. Again, that is eyes, E-Y-E-Z on Tinky, T-I-N-K-I-E L-L-C.com Your one-stop shopping for NYX and liquid fire adhesive pens. Let your eyes do the talking.
2: Do you know what it feels like to lose everything, feeling a life of hopelessness? Are you determined and ready to rebuild your life but do not know where to start? Dr. Sylvia Shipman is a life recovery coach and counselor and minister with successful years of experience helping others activate the power of God within them. With her enlightenment and guidance, you will be able to overcome the grip of addiction like never before and begin to reshape your mind and transform your life. For your one-on-one consultation, please visit her website, drsiviushipman.com. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. With your ongoing contributions. This ministry will be able to reach many who are now suffering. Please become a partner with us, changing and shaping lives one mind at a time. This is your jubilee into your new destiny. Visit her today.
0: welcome back everyone, thank you. If you're just joining us, we have our guest today, Darius Dante. He is the founder of Males to Men United organization. He is discussing how he empowers males to become exceptional men with us. And now we are going to tap into a few of his seven principles that every man needs to be an exceptional man. Darius Dante, the floor is yours. Let's get Uh, started. (laughs)
1: Yes.
4: Uh oh, muted. You're muted. Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Pastor Sarita. All right. So now here we go when it comes to the first principle of what it takes to be an exceptional man. An exceptional man is one, teachable. All right. So he understand he doesn't know everything. All right. So now he doesn't know all there is to know about the things of this life. Okay. So now learning is an ongoing experience. I've come across a lot of people and I'll I'll just stick with the males. I'll say who are very smart. I got a lot of smart guys that I'm blessed to have around me. And then I've come across males who are educated and they think they know everything. And it almost uh, it it uh, quite honestly it annoys me exactly that you just you can't talk to because they know all they got all the answers and mm. that person a man who thinks he knows everything has a lot to learn and so I encourage anyone who talk to someone that just act like they have all the answers run mm-hmm. run my friend <laughs> because yeah every, no one knows all there is to know about everything mm-hmm. all right despite the fact of how smart we are so. Mm-hmm. You have, an exceptional man has to be teachable. Mm-hmm. It was a part of my life to where you couldn't really get through to me uh, on, on certain sop- on certain topics and subjects. And so I just went in, bullheaded, and just moved forward without being teachable. But it wasn't until I became teachable to where I began to walk into what's identified as an exceptional man.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
4: question for me? How,
0: what would you say to that man that thinks they know everything
4: what would you say to to them so it depends on the scenario sometimes i may not say anything i just let them talk Mm -hmm. all right and then in the midst of it i give them looks and i was like okay so um how'd you how'd you learn that where'd you get that from Mm -hmm. and so in the midst of what they're saying now a lot could be learned from a book all right i get it all right Mm -hmm. but everything that when when we talk about life being a combination of flesh and spirit, all right. Yeah. And so if you have to be reinforced by a resource, like a book, where, where did you find that? What article did you find that? Or what webpage did you find that? Okay. That's one thing. And that has its place. Definitely. So, but the thing about it, if it, when it comes to a guy that's constantly being fixed on, he got it. I read the spirit
3: mm-hmm. and
4: then depending on how well he seems to be receptive to what's being said, that would determine whether or not I actually dive into it. And I just let him know, look, brother, I get, I get where you're coming from, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you're a smart man. I honor his intelligence. Mm-hmm. All right. Because yeah. men are prideful.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
4: And I put what I call pause on a person. That's an acronym P-A-W-S. Mm-hmm. I'm polite. I show appreciation Mm-hmm. I make them feel wise and I make them feel special.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: All right. If you make a if you let la- <laughs> if, if you make a know it all, feel if you're polite to them, uh-huh. if you show appreciation, if you make them feel wise and you make them feel special, then they'll be more receptive to hear what it is you have to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go.
1: I I'm, okay. gonna say, I'm gonna say that is so true. I practice that all the time and then know. Uh, that that was what I was doing. I, I just thought it was the right thing to do because people would gravitate when you show that, hey, I appreciate the value that you are, the, the value that you bring and who you are and give them those accolades. Oh, you just want them over. That's mm-hmm. the good way. Oh, I, I, I'm, must admit, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: gonna admit i going to admit, I left out the wise part. OK, glory.
4: <laughs> no, but that's cool. Think about it. If you tap into someone's knowledge and expertise, yeah. oh man, they'll be willing more times than not, they'll be willing to share with you, okay, here's what I come to know in that matter. Yeah. All right. They feel uplifted. They feel edified. Yeah. All right. He thinks I'm smart.
3: Yeah. All right.
4: He made me feel good. So what? he's he wants to find out more about me. That's okay. I mean. Now don't play a game. Be genuine when you do this. Right. Because, exactly. Yeah. What? Because the smart ones can see through, the mess, I'll wow. just say, right? right the right. insincerity, I'll just say it. That's mm-hmm. all right. But if you come with a genuine approach, yeah, and like I said, of course be polite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told you this about to the ba- back to the basic. You learned that in grammar school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And so and then sure appreciation. I appreciate your time that you took. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the efforts that you brought forth mm-hmm. let a person know that i see what you're doing and yes. it's not easy but yet and still you you saw a fit to provide it thank you mm-hmm. and then make them feel wise mm-hmm. make them feel wise what would you say what would you advise someone who's trying to pursue um a degree in theology
1: right mm-hmm.
4: okay something along those lines all right yeah. well here's what i come here from my experiences mm-hmm. boom y'all is right all right and mm-hmm. now you and special mm-hmm. the last one out of all the people that I've come in contact with you're the only one that broke it down to me in this manner or yeah. out of all the people that I encountered you're the only one that I feel more comfortable sharing this stuff with
3: mm-hmm. all right
4: so that's making a person feel special right all right and so back to your question what do I tell a person who thinks they know it all I put pause on them, Mm-hmm. see how receptive they are or are not to pause and then I determine hey i'll leave you in your own foolishness mm-hmm. right okay? you're not ready all right yep. but if they find a way to humble themselves i'll share with them what i have to share in that given time
3: okay Well, awesome.
0: so that person has to be teachable oh, all yeah. right but well, let's move on to the second principle
4: the second principle of every a very exceptional man he should be responsible
3: mm-hmm. all
4: right so now an exceptional man is responsible meaning Take ownership,
3: right? Mm-hmm. all right?
4: Take ownership for your mess, okay? Don't blame him, her, that person, or any other person. If, it, if she wouldn't have done that, then, then I wouldn't have behaved like this. Well, if he wouldn't have provoked me, then I wouldn't behave like this, all right? Yeah. You have to take ownership for your behavior.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It was that woman you gave me, Lord. <laughs> uh, so had you not given me that woman, I wouldn't have eaten from that tree of forbidden, you know, where yeah. I'm going with that. All right. And, and so it's a matter of ownership that every responsible man should should, should have. And so also I, there's when it comes to being responsible, there's a breakdown of things that I'll, I'll share with you. sub sub components of being responsible. Take ownership is definitely the, uh, the first one. And then there's like three others. Okay. OK, you have to be responsible with your B.M.T. All right be responsible with your body. Okay. Like I mentioned to you earlier, your Mm -hmm. body is not yours. This is a vessel in which your spirit has been called to dwell. Mm -hmm. All right. Your spirit is here on this earth to carry out a mission. And so it needs a body to go about God's work. Mm -hmm. All right. And so if you spend too much time putting too much bad food and, and bad substances in your body, you're not going to be able to carry out the, the, job, the, the purpose and what you were call to do.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
4: And so I'll say this, some of the things that I share today, they're going to be controversial in nature. Here it is. I got my sweat towel and all. All right. They're going to be controversial in nature. And so I accept that. I understand that because I'm not saying anything with the intention to be offensive, but at the same time, I'm looking to speak on behalf of whom I'm here.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
4: And so when I say this, taking care of your body. There's so many people in the church overweight. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And I know here it is. We come and when when we have a great time, we celebrate with what? Food. Food. All right. And when we're in times of sorrow and despair, saying goodbye to a loved one, we typically do that with food. Correct. All right. After that good service, and all that clapping and stomping that we doing, sometimes we have that cafeteria that's right in the next building and we're smelling that chicken frying or we smell that fish frying. And we can't even stay focused on the word because, man, it's time to go eat. Oh, right. And so we're about to go get some food. Mm-hmm. All right. And so in the midst of that, we find ourselves overweight when we don't be good stewards of the body in which we've been entrusted. That's when a lot of different things started to happen to us, diabetes, obesity, and a lot of other things, high blood pressure that I wanted to get into that. All right. I put the disclaimer out there because not that it's uh, an impact on anybody in this capacity, but I understand in which the capacity you serve, we serve. And then sometimes, like, oh, no, he didn't.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Yeah.
4: OK, so so your body be responsible with your body. All right. And then the M. As, as I'm continuing with BMT, yes. the M is your, an exceptional man is responsible with his money, mm-hmm.
3: all right? Mm-hmm. And so
4: when it comes to money, money is amoral. What do I mean by that? Money doesn't care about you or me. That's right. right? It mm-hmm. just wants to be spent. All right. And it doesn't care if it doesn't get spent. If you want to put me over here in this pile and let it stack up, so be it. But if every time I I jump in your hand, you want to pass it off to the next vendor or business or whatever, I don't care. Go ahead. All right. But so we have to be good stewards of my money as exceptional men, because God understands In order to carry out the purpose that you have in this thing called life, you're gonna need some money to get it done. That's just a by proxy of being on earth. You're gonna need money to have that food, clothes, shelter, all the necessities. You're gonna need money to do that. Mm -hmm. So you go to work, do what needs to be done honorably to earn to earn a living, to, to earn money. We need money in this in this life. All right. And so so many males are not good stewards of their money. Uh, and, and I know a number of people who get caught up in gambling, who yeah. get caught up in substance abuse uh-huh. to where they, they just put their money in something that's selfish. They're following the flesh, fulfilling the needs of the flesh, as opposed mm-hmm. to the spirit and the people that are being impacted by those decisions and spend up their money and be poor stewards of it. So a yeah. responsible man is mindful of how he spends his money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the T in BMT,
3: mm-hmm. and,
4: a responsible man understands the importance of valuing his time mm-hmm. all right so time all right be responsible with the time that you're given because again everything that lives has an expiration date right all right the most the most valuable thing that a man has is his time
3: mm-hmm. all right
4: and the most powerful thing that a man has is his mind so when he takes time to allow his the time he has with the things that he, his mind creates and discovers, and if it's done in a manner in which God intended, beautiful things happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. So that's what responsible means. As for again, it's kind of loaded for for uh, principle number two: a responsible man take ownership, own your mess. Mm-hmm. Don't point the finger at anyone else. Own your stuff, all right? Because you're not going to help anybody get you to where you're trying to be if you still make excuses for why you're there in the first place. Right. Own your crap, man. All right? So so that's where we are with that. All right. And then be a good steward of your your body, your money, and your time. Mm -hmm. That's principle number two. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. That's powerful. You you just gave us, gave us and the men a lot of information there. Okay. Let's, let's go on to number three and then we're going to wrap up this segment. We're here. Number three, your, your third principle, and
4: um, then we'll carry on. Absolutely. Okay. And the third principle, every, every exceptional man is observant. All -hmm. right. So now the third word is observant. All right. So now he's self-aware of his image and the world view, and he's aware of his surroundings,
3: mm-hmm. all right?
4: So now, when you, when you walk out your door, you're auditioning for something, all right? Whether you realize it or not, or whether you give the consideration that it deserves, when you step out of that door, someone is watching you and you're auditioning for something, all right? Mm-hmm. It's, be it fair or unfair, which more times than not, it's unfair, someone mm-hmm. is placing you in a bucket. They're trying to put you in a category, all right. Look at him. He think he is. or right. OK. OK. Look at him. Right, look at her. She thinks she all or OK. I see you over there. <laughs> all those various things come into play. All right. And so I understand as an African-American man, I'm viewed a particular way. Yes. OK. Given no regard to my level of education, my experiences mm-hmm. and the things that I bring to a table. I be it fair or unfair, which is more unfair than fair, mm-hmm. I understand that first thing that a lot of people see when they see me is mm-hmm. your skin color. Yeah. A tall, dark, and handsome man. Okay. But the thing about it, they think <laughs> they think that he may be troubled. That's all right? right. And so wherever that may stem from, mm-hmm. I understand it exists. And so I need to operate within that understanding.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Okay. So an exceptional man is observant. And he, he bears in mind what, he bring, what how he's viewed by onlookers of the world, and he operates within that understanding. All right, so now I could have my pants hanging off my butt with Timberlands and a hoodie on, and I can have a button-up with a tie or ascot or bow tie, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and my level of education experience doesn't have to change. There's been times where I've walked the mall and I'm wearing Timberlands and a hoodie because it's cold. All right. Mm -hmm. And I see people looking a certain way. Mm Right. All right. Then the next day, I I remember walking. I forgot something. I ended up going back the next day. And I had on a start shirt, some slacks, hard bottom shoes. People were calling me, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes. How you doing, sir? Mm -hmm. like, I'm the same guy that granted some other people there that wasn't there the previous day, and right. some of them were, but I'm the same guy who came through here yesterday mm-hmm. that I was looked at as if I was some kind of scum of the earth. Right. But now here it is. I'm back and I got on a start shirt and slacks, hard mm-hmm. bottom shoes. I'm being called, sir. Yes. I'm not any more or less educated in 24 hours, That's right. but I have to understand, albeit unfair, that the way I'm viewed, Mm -hmm. My appearance that I give Mm -hmm. has a lot to do with the regard in which I'm given. Again, it's not fair,
3: Mm -hmm. but
4: it's reality when we live in this fallen world. Mm -hmm. Am I making sense at all? We are making a lot of sense, as a matter of fact. We are just,
0: it's unfortunate we're running out of time, but we you have taught us a lot just in this short amount of time that we have spent with you and going through your seven principles, when you spoke about being teachable and responsible and being observant. And we do, we, we really, and truly do that. And, you know, although you, you are targeting the men, women, mm-hmm, same thing for women. That's correct. I mean, we, we, you know, just in a different aspect, but we still have to support our men, but we are going to talk about that when we come back. We're deep diving right into um, our next episode. Please make sure you tune in. Do not miss part two with Darius Dante. Darius Dante, we want to thank you and, and um, for just blessing us, Dr. Shipman and I and myself, along with our listeners, we just thank you for joining us on life101radio.net and TDN TV. We are looking forward to part two. If you or a loved one out there is in need of help, please reach out to someone. Don't try to handle your issues by yourself. Here on A Burning Love Moment, we not only target drug abuse and addiction, we um, address issues with everyday life. People are just going going through different issues with everyday life. And that's why we have the expert Darius Dante here, the founder of Males to Men United. He is here sharing with us and um, he is going to come back, but I want Dr. Shipman to let the listeners know how to contact you, Dr. Shipman, just in case they need some help.
1: Absolutely. For all your recovery support and other life concerns, don't know where to turn? Hey, you know how to do it. Hey, visit my website at drsylviashipman.com. And you also can contact me for those that are not savvy on the computer, 877-360-1177. We would love to have you to partner with us and by giving a donation to help us end the addiction crisis by changing lives with quality care and commitment. Please go to our website And that is at DrSylviaShipman.com and select the donate button. Thank you so much for all that you do as you allow us to impact the world in which God has commanded us. Yes. And
0: for speaking engagements where I share how I overcame years of being addicted to crack cocaine Mm -hmm. and having numerous warrants issued for my arrest, please visit our website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on our page. You can submit a prayer request, a testimony, and even give us a praise report. And with your help, we can continue to reach the marginalized community who are addicted to drugs and homeless. You can, um, become a one-time donor, or you can partner with us on a monthly basis. You can go to our website and you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube and LinkedIn. Darius Dante, do you have any last words for our listeners? And I want you to also let them know how to contact you. And, um, especially we want them to know if there's, um, any way that that they can reach you and what other resources you have available where people can participate in what you do in Males to Men.
4: Oh, wow, thank you so much. Men, I'll pass this on to you before we get out of here. Know your why, okay? Mm -hmm. You're here for a reason, so know your why. Take time to find out your why. And I'll say this, if your why isn't big enough to make you cry, then there's a good chance your why isn't big enough, all right? So concentrate on that. Learn Learn who you are and the purpose in which you're called to, to give to the rest of this world. There's something that you have that I need in order to benefit from in this life. And anyone else for that matter, all right? Your purpose is not for you. Your purpose is for other people, all right? So figure out your why. And if your why isn't big enough to make you grind, chances are your why isn't big enough. So when it comes to my social media, you can find me on Facebook at Males to Men United. And please drop a message, a thank you or concern or any question that you may have, because, again, I'm trying to figure out this thing just like you. All right. And so, yes, feel free to see the things that I have to share. I also have a YouTube page of Males to Men United, and I provide weekly words of wisdom that I give various nuggets, very similar to what I've shared thus far, to where you can just Check that out. Please subscribe and just hear the things that I have to share on a weekly basis. And I also have a webpage of m to Men United as United uh, that's m2mu.org, m2mu.org, which stands for Melston United.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: there we go, to m2mu.org. And then if you like what you're hearing and you want to sow into M2MU, if you feel the need to do so, you've been led to do so, I definitely. Could appreciate it because I'm committed to this thing, to speak into males in need, and it takes resources, i.e. money to do so. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you mm-hmm. for the opportunity. And again, thank you all for listening
0: and make sure you tune in to part two with Darius Dante and he will continue to give us the other um, four principles that help males to men become exceptional men. And remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up.
3: Hey, 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 hey. You wake up in the morning, you're not feeling right. The will is gone, can't put up a fight. Take a learning, learning, love, learning You're up. suffering from addiction and pain. Don't know if you'll feel joy again. Take a learning learning Relationship with Jesus Shine your light, We wanna see The world on fire for Jesus